It's Tabletop Table Time. Time. I'm Jazza. I'm Lachlan. I'm Dave. And I'm Jen. 40K time, 40K time, 40K okay, time. Then. All right, everyone. We're coming back to our 40K adventure. I hope you're keen. Our recap? Our recap is done by our players. Been. Bron, what was your experience? We're uh, excavating a site for the Emperor, as you do. And we seem to have discovered something a little bit disconcerting. Uh, some sort of matter, some sort of substance. We've all observed in separate ways. I recognised it in uh, a Xenos child we seem to have also discovered. Yeah, the it's abomination that's happened on this, this godforsaken planet. There's a woman who's given birth to a abnormal creature. We've put an end to both of them, but we're now to travel and see what we can find. Uh, I have also found some of this. Uh, there was some interesting organic in the minerals. And as usual, I've been overlooked except by Zimegos. He seemed to have been, or she seemed to have been interested and um, perhaps there is a way for me to carry more favour as it were cool you have just been handed a data slate uh, as well as the keys to an imperial vehicle that will drive you into the local starport which is like an hour drive away you're heading out of a corridor assigned by Agamedes as part of his new confidant by You've kind of been brought into a little bit of a, um, there's a term for it, but it's a little compact. You by, by the nature of you knowing this information that no one else can know, you are bound to each other now. Um, First rule of Xeno Club is you don't talk about Xeno Club. That is... Except <laughs> for the fact that I'm going to easily violate that rule by like looking for a way to just like slink off for a second. Are you serious? All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would so like you're rolling deception or stealth? Well, first the corridor door opens and you head out. You branch down a couple of corridors. For a moment, you're all tightly wound together. Um, How, how, yeah, would you like to attempt to sneak away? I'd like to just sort of like slink away and like attempt to either like write this up and like data burst it to the the Magos or like as as sneakily and subtly as possible. Basically just go like, hey, Magos. Make a stealth check. And the other two make perception, perception checks. My perception is two. You have to beat that. Jen? Oh, great. Your perception is three. You have to beat that. Go for it. You got three! Oh! Destiny point. You're going to spend a destiny? Do you have to, he has to beat her Yeah, three. you have to beat the right. destiny point. Spend a, so you spend a destiny. Cheeky, cheeky boy. All right. <laughs> so, and the point... Worth it. The brief window you get is when... You round the group of you round a corner, and the entire corridor is blocked by a single man who is about eight foot tall and broad as the sides of the chamber. You know him as Bip. As soon as he sees Sister Alexandra, a man, not a marine or anything, he it'll become very evident. He drops to his massive knee. A couple of pipes that he was carrying on his shoulder clang to the ground. Milady. And he, he drops his head, uh, his bald head with his, his big, his massive underbite with big teeth coming out. Um, Bip is, a, is an ogren, the unintelligent ab humans used for their fighting prowess and also their labor. Uh, physical labor. Um, he does most of the big lugging and carrying, um, but he's extremely religious and he drops to his knee, drool drips from his jaw that hangs slackly. Yep. So Alexandra's not, like, evil, so she's just going to respond and hey, say... Hey, he's a sanctioned abhuman. Yeah. Mm. She's just going to say, 
My child, what brings you here? Work. As you were then. Can we get around him? Um, no. Out of the way, you big lump. And Went he, off somewhere. He's going to make a perception check to... Yeah, he doesn't... Even when you saying that, he doesn't understand what he's doing wrong. Yeah. And in, this is the moment you kind of slip around the corner. You sort of slip around the corner. Megos, Zevos, and Zenos half-child that was found with blood similar to the organics that were found. I hope this information pleases you. And then just saunter back in, just like... <clears throat> Make a persuasion check. Challenge level... Raw challenge level is three. We're not going to do enough first. One. Two. One. One success. One. <clears throat> not very persuasive. This would not be the first time you distract me from my work with your constant pleas for my attention, Victor. If you provide evidence of such, I would be happy to see it. But this fantasy is pushing far-fetched. As you fish. Cool. And you come back? Mm, Uh, Just saunters back in just like, I never left. Cool, and you're currently dealing with Bip in the corridor, who is blocking the whole corridor. Where's Curly? Is he with us? Or Curly, uh, Curly isn't with you. Okay, yeah. My child, we wish to pass. You appear to be blocking the way. Move. Make a persuasion check against Me? challenge level one. Yep. Uh, one. One. Uh, so he manages to just comprehend, and he hobbles backwards the full length out of the corridor until he's out in the snow with his head bowed in deference the whole time, (laughs) leaving a trail of dropped pipes that are clanging as they drop. And then he stands and stretches himself out and gets to the side and he says, um... Blessed day! And bows his head again to you again. And there's like tears welling up in the corner of his eyes. Um, Basically, for such a simple mind as this Ogren... Merely seeing a member of the Adeptus Sororatus is akin to a miracle occurring, like being touched by an angel. Yep. Uh, so he feels that about you, and he's clearly touched. I and then, yep. yeah. A as little non say blessed day as well. As you push past, having not noticed that Victor has left and come back, um, there is some loud shouting. Um, <clears throat> it is not my duty to discipline you as well, Bip, but get your ass back to work. As Zukova, who has freshly been disciplining someone else, starts heading back inside. She is standing next to Curly, who is walking in. Curly has got a um, is pushing like a little trolley that's covered in demolitions. There's a couple of mining operatives um, with them outside uh, in the distance. Uh, is, he, is he near us? Yeah, he's close. So as this going past, I sort of like look at the tray. Uh, do I know that this is stuff I can just take as a demolition person? This No, it's being used currently. Oh, this okay. is on operation, but Curly walks past. I sort of like eye it and I'm like, oh, tasty morsels there, right? Eh? He looks at you and he's like, what are you off to? You were meant to be working with me. Oh, no, uh, this is uh, executive business, you see. Uh you wave the data slate that yep. has like a seal on it or something. Yeah. Special like, uh, emperor's business. Oh, lucky you! Kissing ass wax out. <laughs> I'm. Uh, some. I've been assigned to. Uh, well, 
you'll be missing out, actually, doing the biggest excavation yet. And he points at the trolley and he's like, there's a big cavern. We're going to open it up. Then make sure that any samples are sent to my way as usual. Yeah, yeah, make sure to be careful of those rocks. Look after them real nice and gentle, eh? Give them a wink, like... Yes, yeah, so not quite as tough it. as bronze head. <laughs> All right, have fun gallivanting around. And then he heads in. Change of pace. I ha- I'm assuming we're going to the vehicle that you mentioned. Yep. I've got the keys. i got three points and ride pilot, which never comes in useful. Hell so let's yeah. do this! Woo! Road songs! Let's go, we're riding people, right. jump in. So you jump into the yep. Imperial uh, vehicle. <laughs> get in, I'm going to get you make a ride pilot check. Let's do that! <laughs> Hell <nothing>. yeah! <laughs> One point of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three successes. Yay. You deftly activate it. You actually know, like... You turn the key, and you half turn it back, turn it again, half turn it back, turn it the third time, and the, and it starts, and you kind of know that, like, this machine needs that. You probably are one of the frequent drivers you drive crew into town, mm-hmm. the group you drink beer with and stuff. Um, and, yeah, the, the, you don't spin the wheels or anything, you pull it out even <laughs> in your snowy ground, and you deftly handle the vehicle as you head towards the starport. And for the brief moment, the three of you, for the next hour or so as you drive through this uh, terrain, you um, yeah, you get to talk. Do you have any moments you want to this share? This is not a road trip I uh, ever thought I'd be on, to be honest. Scientist and a sister. <laughs> I sort of chuckle myself as I'm driving. What's so funny? Well, it's like, you know, uh, a sister, a scientist and a badass spaceman walk into a bar. What's the punchline? That one of those is not what they think they are? <laughs> I don't get What yours. a competent scientist. I sort of rib you and like wink. We'll go with that. <laughs> Poor Victor. The thing that we discovered in the in the caverns, have either of you encountered anything like it before? No, it is fascinating. Mm. Yes, fascinating. Can't say I have. What so about you? Surely you've seen the cursed things of the unspeakable enemies of the Emperor. Do what? No. You're I've got a, no idea. Well, I would have heard about aliens and Xeno. And you, you, most of you have heard of Xenos, but it's like a vague concept, like a witch for the witch burnings. It's like they're bad. Xeno's bad. So if the Imperium finds like available Xeno technology, is that just like put that on the pile and burn it or like figure yep. out if we can use it? It's destroyed. Damn. Now... All of you roll a general knowledge check. Challenge level three. Pop arms, two. Three, four, four. For, for Sister Alexandra. And four for Victor. Now, Victor and Sister Alexandra know that what happens in the core systems and the rules do not always play out on the fringes because there are some things that people don't have and some resource routes of trade that people maybe would like (laughs) and you guys know that especially here on this world but also just in general on fringe worlds uh, and especially in ultramarine territory where they're a little bit less um, pious and zealous with their depiction of the imperial faith in fact the sister would know exclusively sister alexander would know this that um, Gulliman or the Space Marines don't even worship the God Emperor as a god. And because you're from the Ultramar uh, subsector, you kind of have that. They they 
while that's the Imperial Creed that you're part of, Space Marines are aside from that, mm. and they don't treat it like that. Um, so, but you know that uh, even in this starport, there have been sightings of Xeno technology, and people have utilized it. Um, yeah. I believe that this might be under <clears throat> some kind of influence of Xenos, but I cannot say for certain. Sends shivers up your spine, even talking about it. Scary space out there. Well, this is my final mission and I intend to finish it. Maybe I will find something first wired and get onto a better assignment. Time passes and with a churning of snow and the sleet storm on snowstorm fades and you see the silhouette of the settlement as a blue thruster markers descend from the sky towards one of the landing pads and leave it contrails in the air and you sort of see a wide you know like Moss Eisley from um, Star Wars not vertically but <coughs> sprawling um, but very much industrial cold steel it's not like stone it's like prefab structures dropped in and this is the largest settlement in this part of the world there's probably a few thousand people live here and from it uh a lot of the miners live here, the, the free working ones, and it all kind of branches off. They go to all different dig sites. Yours is the only remaining dig in this area of any archaeological significance and research. The rest are now converting to, like, some for whatever agriculture they can muster, but mostly it's digging out metals for whatever. And more importantly, setting up the groundwork for, like, big-scale earth stripping. So they're building, like, big space pads and stuff for things to land on. Um and yeah, you pull out to the outskirts of town where other vehicles are parked and you arrive at the entrance. There is a gate, there is a wall, but there is no, it's not closed. Um, Have any of us been here before? Yeah, many, many yeah, times. Cool. Many, many times. Um, so we know where to go and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and it's very, very unoriginally just called Homeport. Um, people here, it's so isolated that there is a, a universal sense of wanting to attach to something that feels good. So they just call it Homeport because they, they it just gives them a little bit of a fuzziness to them, even though it's completely not original. The town has never been... De- it's got... It's like called... It's like designated Alpha Row 32184, like mm. sort of thing. It's got no warmth to it, so they would just call it Homeport. Mm. Um, and as you arrive, there is a couple of Astra Militarum Guard on the gate. Um, and yeah, but they don't stop you. There's no need to. Sort yeah. of charge through a nod... Mm-hmm. Um, head to where we're headed, get and the message there. Victor <coughs> looks at the data slate. And on the data slate, there is a requisition request and the payment that would be required for it. For you to um, purchase a advanced uh, scanner that is basically designed to detect biological components, which they don't have on the base that you've been operating. Finally, something of more verse and use. Um, and... Yeah, you guys can make a a check. You guys can make probably... I'm just trying to think of where you're going to be able to find this. Um, maybe just a perception to have a look around for now. Um, be good. Challenge level? Challenge le- I'll give you challenge level three. Yeah, that nope. was two for Victor. <clears throat> I've got three dice, and that's none for me. <coughs> One, two, three. Three successes. Cool this back. sister 
uh, of all people, is the one who spots a sort of a, a tech store. And, yeah, you can head over there. Gentlemen, follow me. Oh, they have moved. <laughs> yep. I follow. You wander in. There's a, uh, a man behind the counter, as well as a servitor, and stock everywhere. He looks up at you. A sister. My fondest greetings to you, miss. Mm, good day, sir. And some uh, assorted miners, I'm guessing. Empress Finest, sir. Indeed. What can I help you with today? Minus. He scratches his... Um, I was about to say he scratches his beard and you scratch your beard. He scratches his <laughs> beard. Like he's, got, <laughs> he's got like a, a goatee pulled quite long um, and he's picking at it. Mm. He seems to have a couple of scabs on his face mm. that he's like picking at his beard line. Wonderful. If you have a requisition order for a specific piece of technology which hands over the data. Mm. He looks at it. Yes. Yeah, I've got exactly what you need. Good. And I'm going to get you all to make a perception check. Chance number two. That would be a two, two, <coughs> three, four. Sister Alexandra and three, three. For, for Victor. <coughs> you all immediately smell a rat. Like he's literally. lying. He's lying. But he he doesn't have it, but he's going to sell you something. He like starts getting something. You're like, yeah, this scan will do the trick. And so it's not what oh. is. No, no, you say uh, what you that say. That is not what is on the uh, requisition form. I'm not a miner. I am a scientist. I know my equipment. <clears throat> well, it's the best you get. Well, that's not what we ask for. So if you do not have it... I step forward can... at this point and say, no, nah, no, I'm pretty sure we're going to get better. 14, Destiny. Uh, make an intimidation. Yeah. So strength-based pers- uh, persuasion? Uh, I'm going to say a persuasion check as normal, but with a assist from your uh, weapon skill. So I'm going to roll a, a combat. You oh. can roll a vocational check that, okay. um, related to... Explain, you're a pretty rough-looking guy. Yeah. I'm going to let you use your... You like hoist your bondolier of bombs and you can use your explosive engineer vocation as an assist. Yeah. And you fail my success. So that's negative two to my persuasion. Can I do a quick glance over him and um, see what he's suffering from? Yeah, make a medical check. Can I, in defense of the player's situation, can I? Because I would have just suggested like a plus one dice for the strength component. That's nice. Because I don't think a persuasion. Okay. All right. I'll take what I'm giving. All right. I'll t- so now I'm persuading. Uh, and I got nothing. I am the most unconvincing person in the world. The guy, the guy looks at you fondling your bomber. I mean, you wouldn't have mattered. You would have failed the role anyway. Yeah, yeah. The guy uh, watching you fondle your bombardier and he's like, Is, are you attempting to kill us all, sir? The item simply is the best I have in stock. What are you, are you persuading? For, he has a nasty habit of picking the skin off his beard line and ingrown hairs in his beard line. That's what he's suffering from. Nothing medically significant. Do I have something that could fix it? Hmm? Help? No. Like a nice um, exfoliating cream. But what was Victor <laughs> going to say as a scientist? Uh, I was going to say, if you do not have it, then you could direct us to something as it does and then rather than losing business today, 
you will not lose business forever. He ro- I rolled the destiny before because I kind of heard where you were going with that, and you got a fourteen. So he um, he looks and he says, "All right, look, I don't have what you want, and if it's that important to the emperor's mission, there's a place that will." And he leans in. She might not like it. She? She might not like it. Yep. Yep, that's what I said. She might not like it. <laughs> well, if you are concerned, maybe sister should leave and uh, I could take care of it. You, you ain't taking care of nothing without us two. I'm sure I can handle it. Uh, that's up to them. Well, uh, may I have your word that... Uh, this in no way reflects on my uh, my good standing. This this is just something I've heard. Nothing to do with me at all. I'll give you a word. What it is depends on what we get. He is being uh, acquiescing to our request. You have my word. And the sister? I know you are a hospitaler, but I've heard that the Emperor's punishment falls on those who... Well, I'm sure they all deserve it. You have my word, sir. All right, here it is. <clears throat> There's a merchant on Third Street. Here's the directions. You just turn left to the haberdasher and past the butcher. There it will be. It's in a bit of a lane way. You've got uh, some fabrics. The frontage is that of a fabric store. All right, thanks. That's a start to stomp off. Cool. Is there anything around the store that I might find, you know, useful, interesting, science-wise? Probably a bunch. Yeah, there's a few devices. Is there anything in particular you're looking that you would want to be able to do that you can't currently? I'm just going to assume, like, I don't have, like, any sort of photographic device, so I'm going to, like, see if there's... There's there's a pick-to-capture device, yep. In the store? (laughs) Yep. That uh, transfers over comms or something? If he could it's a him. digital camera, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will uh, pick that up to show as a sign of good faith, and so and I will get this on the way. All right, that's uh, and he gives that's seventy five credits, sir. Uh, Deep. Does that affect his and you reach level for your level? you reach for your cred chip, and it's not there. <laughs> I'm in apology, sir. Somebody appears to have uh, apprehended my. Can you? I roll? Because I'm starting to walk off. No, you, you dudded the check as well. You did. You both failed, completely flubbed the perception check. You got no idea. So, and he shit. took mine too? No, no, no. Oh, you want to check yours? No, I'm overhearing this and I'm wondering if I know um, Curly enough to know that. That's classic Curly. I'm going to say because you crit failed the perception check okay. for some reason, yep. it's just like you just didn't assume it happened. Fair enough. Yeah. I will be an apology. Uh, I will be back to buy something soon, but... <laughs> Poor Victor! My... <laughs> and you keep patting. <laughs> and you find that your holster is a lot softer than it usually is when you pat it, and it's empty. <laughs> and they have taken my gun. When I find out who is responsible for this, I feel delight. Is Bron actually just laughing in the corner? No, I am. I am <laughs> delighted in directing them towards the guard personnel. Pre- pretty much everything on your belt is gone that would have been on your belt, so there's like your, you're like a lunch. My even. belt is gone. <laughs> oh, and my pants are on my ankles. When does this happen? Like everything. It was no, just just completely, completely looted. Um, yeah. Oh, Somebody no. is going to pay for this. And you head outside. 
fuming. Like he is, he says nothing. Storms right past you towards the directions. Obviously, just furious. Oh, what's up, your bum? Somebody has stolen from me. Do I put two and two together? Or? Make a general. Make a friendship check, and I'm going to give you five friendship dice, and you need <laughs> two successes. The, this seems to be a core cool rule, the friendship check. We need something that sounds more like that. I need successes. a big challenge okay. two. Yeah, you I get know. five successes. I know you know exactly Curly. What's this happened. is so Curly. Friendship is magic, and magic is. But Cur- you also know that Curly <laughs> stole more than he wanted to keep, and you know what's going to happen is that Curly will also have broken into your quarters. And will also have then put your stuff minus the valuables he actually wanted to steal in random places to basically make you then be like, oh, fuck, I just, I'm scatterbrained. Like, I yeah, left my gun yeah. in my cabinet. I left that there. I left that there. And it will all be in your locked room. Because I aced the friendship check so well. Yep. I know Curly. And but I've will- been working with him for years. So I get his behavior and I assume that I know him enough to basically like I've experienced this early on and turned it around so that he would never do it to me. Oh, you're, no, never. But I'm like, in fact, sometimes you get the reward. Like he'll, he'll yeah, shout you I know out. he's going to shout some drinks yeah, yeah. soon. So I, I chuckle and I'm like, Oh, with God. five friendship dice, you're not going to rat out Curly. <laughs> no, no. What is so funny? Oh, I just, you know, I'm just uh, <laughs> up for some drinks later is all. <laughs> Gentlemen, I hope oh, you have oh, some idea. No. Drinks. Okay, so you press on. You round a few corners and eventually you arrive. I love that so much. At this fabric (sighs) store. There are billowing sheets of fabric, uh, bolts of them that flap in the breeze heavily. Some of them are tattered, the ones that have been outside for too long, and you kind of have to push past them at the entrance. Uh, It's almost like an open door situation as you go into a yard, like a junk shop yard. Just storms in just ahead of everybody else. He is just furious at the moment, looks for the front desk, slams down the requisition form. Not bullshit us. If he needs this, if he will go, if he will be out of your hands, the money is there. There is a eloquent-looking man behind the counter who looks at you, blinks, looks at the three of you, then he says, I do have, in fact... Uh, I do have an item that will function in exactly the capacities you require. Wunderbar. Yes. Uh, however, I'm not sure that I will be serving you today. And he glances towards the sister. Why is that? Well, uh, sometimes you have to accept that to make progress in the world... Uh, you need to abandon some elements of unnecessary superstition. Duh. What's uh, Sister Alexandra thinking right now? <clears throat> Pray tell. That I have told all I should. And now I'm going to get you all to make a perception check. And this is a split challenge level. Challenge level three, five, and seven. I hope I get three because I only got three dice. Nothing. I got one. One success. So these are what you're trying to hit. You got you two. Get two successes. For Victor. I can't get seven. <clears throat> or. You got three. So. Did you? Three. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Um, so you recognize that this man is um, talking very eloquently, very well, very smoothly. But. There is a very subtle sub-vocalization happening and you feel that he is using 
a language translator. Or you wouldn't really know that, but you know that he's using some... There's something off about his voice just very slightly that you only the sister picks up. I say, very well. I will show myself out then, if you will not partake in my company. So the works for me. Of course. And I'll wait outside. Cool. And then he says, as for the two of you. Duh. And a wall of fabric, because it's just a fabric shop, a wall of fabric to his left just goes and just turns off. The wall of fabric turns off, just disappears. There's a brief flash of blue light. And beside you see tables racked with clean and elegant technology that is definitely not of Imperium make. There are what you recognize you've seen once or twice, basically equivalent of like a Nintendo Switch, but in the future, Mm -hmm. like there's games devices, commercial devices, all kinds of things in this room that are not Imperial technology. Well, that is impressive. Yep. Yes, you are clearly a learned man, a man of intelligence. It is refreshing to have one of such as you in my company. Thank you. You have no idea how pleasing it is to hear something. And as for you, sir, your taste in explosive devices is exquisite, but might I say, we could offer you something that would far outweigh their capabilities. My mouth starts watering slightly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like clear my throat. Oh, I'm listening. He, he invites you in and he moves with a grace and elegance as he walks. Um, he's into this area and he kind of beckons for you to follow and, he's, and mm-hmm. he, he crosses his hands sort of like this and he says um, as he walks, you must embrace change to get ahead. How long have you struggled? How long have you struggled with your tools that do not achieve the jobs you need them to? I've struggled with tools my entire life. It's not necessarily the uh, implements that I do for my work, but tools nonetheless. And just slight glance. You direction. I'm just look. I it goes over my head. I'm looking for bombs. He's, I'm looking around the walls. <clears throat> He's going to make a perception check to read you guys because I don't want to assume. Mm-hmm. Oh my word! Uh, he oh. gets one, two, three, six. four, five, six successes. Uh, you can roll to resist or to hide with deception. I don't think I'm hiding anything. I have five dice for deception. I'm not going to bother. So you're just mm. letting him read you like a book? Yeah, okay, pretty so much. he gets six successes. Um, and he says, you, um, a learned man, Duh. intelligent beyond your kin and capable of reason, I'm sure you have never been fully satisfied in your work. Not even close. You have no idea. He picks his targets. <laughs> he slides his finger across uh, a device that you, like the sleek lines, there's like blue light. It just looks just amazing. You're used to using like this backwards imperial technology that while advanced operates on like weird binary systems and human brains and all that. And this is just oh, this like elegant. Fallout. It's yeah, it's like it's exactly like Fallout. The 40k technology you work with is like CRT monitors, green, like green on black. Even though they're doing advanced <laughs> calculations, they, they're rudimentary and holding mechanical. Back, like, Very much yeah. 80s sci-fi technology is the feeling, mm. like the alien ship. Whereas this is like Star this Trek. This is Star, Star Trek sci-fi. And he says, "Men like you can always serve a greater purpose in the world." 
star. That is true. If what do they have you doing? At the moment, I am analyzing minerals in the excavation sites. I think much is interesting. Some organics that is unusual. That's organics. Oh, that's tell. Where we've got the thing here. Yes, of course, the scanner. And what would you be looking for? Whatever the scanner could tell us, I suppose. Um, probably identifying what kind of biological source it is. And what has got you suspicious of biological sources? I'm not sure how much you need to be privy to. Yeah, and I'm not sure why you're, yeah, you're talking as much as you fucking are. Three. I'm just going to keep talking. Okay. Well, we found this... Um, he looks... At, as he's talking to you, he kind of gestures his hand to you, like, to shut you up, almost impolitely, but so weirdly smoothly that you feel, like, compelled that maybe he actually... Like, you know when you kind of... Maybe I was speaking out of turn. Like, he just has yeah. this vibe to him. It's, you're not affected yeah. psychically or yeah. anything. Yeah. He just has so for. much, like, he he controls this room. Yeah. And he he says to you, he says, um, Bron, and you never said your name. And he's like, demolitions expert with the mining dig. I brought up your profile. I know it can be hard to trust new things, but haven't you ever wondered um, how much more efficiently you could mine with uh, a bondolier of plasma detonators? And he gestures to a shelf where you can see these, like, blue-primed charges in these canisters. Mm, I'm assuming, being an expert, I know this stuff. It's, like, <clears throat> military. That's almost... That, in fact, it's basically beyond Imperial capability, but you know plasma guns and yeah. weaponry is insane, like, yeah, powerful. Yeah. Mm. Meanwhile, uh, having somebody that's actually listening and appreciating him, he's just... He basically just rambles on everything that's happened. Including the baby. Including the baby. Like, he says it in a bit of hushed turns and semi-vague of, like, there was this half Xenos. I would scene. intrude and stop him no, where no. I'm he not so glowing-eyed distracted by this wall of, and, like, plasma and, weaponry. And so I've just tuned you out. Well. Yep. It's like half whispering as well. And then the blood as well was similar to this eye cause that we have found inside of the ice, and it's fascinating. <laughs> he says, here... I will give you your scanner. And he hands you a device and he says, free of charge for an enlightened mind. Danke. And for you? I'm just gazing at the wall. A sample. And he hands you one plasma detonator and he says, a try before you buy. Where can I try it? In your work. Mm, of course. Minds. I want to... I want to try it now. That would cause... Unwanted attention in the city district. I am. Um, we can pull. We can do a stopover on the way back, if you must. No. I think I want to buy it. <laughs> uh, you you want to buy all of them? No, I just want to buy some. He offers it. He Not offers you one for free. I take one for free, and I um, am indicating I would like to spend some commerce to okay. to get more. Even Your though commerce level three. Mm. Yeah, to buy these from him, one would be commerce level three. I'd buy one. So you drop to one. Yep. So you spend all your money on buying a second one. Yep. Okay. He accepts this is, money. This is in my mind. This is space marine technology. This yeah. is like I. Can, this is like before I was working in bolters with my little booms. Right. Mm. This is like now I can have a plasma blaster. Right. <laughs> Bron, um, we have these unused uh, credits here. What? Well, I was, um, he has decided that the cause that we are working for, the emperor, bullshitting, uh, was... So did you, 
quote emperor. Do you just put no, the mate. emperor in bunny rabbits? Fell giving the present company. Point is, that what, we, what are you on about? We received he, the scanner. He says present company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a scanner. Protects, yeah, yeah. Well, now we're just uh, exactly. The emperor protects. The point is, yeah, is that we got yeah. the scanner pro bono. Therefore, the requisition money is suspiciously unused. You don't ha- have any money. Yeah, the cred chip you got handed that to pay for the, for the scanner. scanner but they didn't, he didn't take so it. The requisition money was basically offering unused. to buy you more grenades. Embezzling. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait, is this a... What are you trying to say? I am saying that this money not being used and us receiving the scanner is quite suspicious. So it would look better if the money was used, Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. You, you talk a lot of sense. We should use it all. Um... I'll, uh, Just hands it. Yeah, and I take it. I uh, don't know how much credits it is. For but. that, I can give you something even more special. What do you have in mind? Call it, <laughs> call it a rainy day device. And he goes over to a shelf. Actually, he doesn't go over to a shelf. He gestures to a shelf. He hasn't picked up anything. Mm. You don't. And he gestures to a device and he says, um, a cryodetonator. It may not cause... The wanton destruction you enjoy, but it is quite enjoyable to freeze a cubic mile. A oh, cubic mile? Oh. It will create wow. a micro-singularity and freeze anything in the radius. Oh, I like your micro-singularities. Make sure you detonate it far from it. Can I make a check to see if, like... We're on a frozen planet. Mm-hmm. I've just learned about a technology that can freeze something in a mile and we're in this weird... Can I make some sort of check to put, like, some dots together that may or may not uh, connect? You can use something related to... Maybe. General knowledge? General, archaeology? Uh, I'd say probably use your archaeology to see if it's like sounds like there was flash freezing or something, and you completely fail. You have no idea. No, I'm just like... You, yeah, you just... You, your mind is blown. Okay. Yeah, I uh, take anything I can get or am offered, but that seems fancier, so... Yep. I'll take that. Yep. That's uh, so, But it still makes a boom, right? <laughs> so I sort of say sheepishly, Realizing it's a very juvenile question as soon as it comes out of my mouth. <laughs> of course. Now, Bron, would you leave me one moment with Victor to finalize our transaction in private? Yeah, uh, uh, can I... Um, you may take them. I reach up and g- grab mm-hmm. the item. So now I've got a plasma charger. Two, two, plasma, two chargers plasma chargers and a cryodetonator. And a cryodetonator. I'm like, I am leaving the candy store. Yep. Like, bags full of candy. You got and the Wonka bar. Yeah, I got the golden fucking ticket. <laughs> I walk outside and I like look at Sister Alexandra. I'm like, look, I'm sorry you had to uh, put up with that sort of that, that sort of dismissal, but um, he's been my helpful. Back inside <clears throat> with Victor, there's a flash and the fake wall goes up again, and then he says, "You strike me as one I can make a leap with someone who might be able to take." further in what I want to achieve. I can share goals with you. Duh. He clicks his fingers again and there is a vague, gentle hovering sound and a disc-like white object and hovers off off a rack that was kind of thing and hovers down with little sensor eyes going all around it, the bottom of it spinning. A little antenna on the top goes goes up and it's just hovering next to you. Uh, And he says, this is an advanced sensor drone. Advanced sensor drone, you say? It will. And uh, he says, you should perhaps disguise it 
throw a rug over it, conceal <laughs> it in some fashion as your imperial yeah, technology. Course. But, and he gestures on a um, pad, I can assign it to protect you. Why would you do such a thing? I in, mean, I am flattered, obviously, but... In exchange for your oath of service. I know this comes as a lot, but I wish for you to help me advance my cause here. What is your cause? My cause is to create a world where man and woman and other can live in harmony, in peace, to pursue their lives, to pursue their dreams and desires, and to excel where all their skills are fostered and flourished and none toil with shackle around their ankle. And what would you have me do in exchange for this gift and this oath? Find others like you, scientists, learned ones, ones unbidden by dogma and superstition, and spread my greater good. Da. And then he says, So there is no illusion. And then his face like twists and shimmers and and the human visage just disappears. And you see the this blue-skinned uh, Zeno standing before you with a vertical slit in between his head. And he oh. said and then he says Become one amongst the stars. Would Victor have any knowledge of the tower? Uh, no. Okay. Jai, you can make a general knowledge terms level five. Three. Yeah, no. Nope. Um, well, this is unexpected, but um, I must say I am liking the sound of it. He says, We appreciate those who are learned and drive towards a brighter future. And we... He's, his voice is also still modulated. This isn't what his natural talking voice would sound like. And he says, um, And we wish to expand that we live in harmony with humans we've been spreading the word here and amongst other worlds and more people like you are agreeing the turmoil the pain of being part of this bloated imperium is too great and to join to become Guevessa is to become part of something that means something please think about this and go, continue your job, scan, find what you need to find, and know that you strive towards a bright future rather than wallowing in the grave of a long-dead past. And then he nods at you. Uh, He gestures to, like, this... Drone? Blanket. Like, it's like a shawl thing you can throw over (laughs) the drone. Just... Uh, does so and like puts like the scanner very gently on top of it to make it seem like it's almost some sort of like cargo drone he gestures to a headpiece as well that you can put on that is actually disguised it already looks like imperial technology sort of like slip it under the (coughs) and um and then he he says to the drone uh he says something that translates to you but you get this weird sense that he wasn't speaking English or, or um, lower Gothic for a little bit. And he says what's translated is, 
camouflage and concealment mode. Activate. And the drone instantly, which is like smoothly hovering, drops two foot until it's just above the ground and goes... And it actually starts like vibrating and shaking. Limp mode. And with the... um. With the thing trolling on it, it like chundles along the ground and it's emanating that sound. And it seems like it's a little tracked thing that's going... It's got like a little lens on the thing and it's like wobbling along the ground like a little human tracked uh, drone that might be following you around. That is impressive. So you hear a voice. Hello, Victor. Hi. Hello. I'm Ace. Hello, Ace. I will be your assistant for the foreseeable future. I have been programmed with codecs of your language. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Ace. I look forward to receiving your assistance. Excellent. <laughs> and then you Ace trundle is adorable. out. <laughs> you trundle out. You were too good for this. There's this little <laughs> drone thing going with you. And as, as Victor approaches, Sister Alexander sees a small uh, make a perception check. Yeah, thank you. Ace is too good for this world. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the saddest thing Two successes you've got to beat. Three successes. Four. There is something very off about this Imperial drone that's chugging along the ground, and it's the fact that it's not leaving any tracks. That, uh, that thing you have is very interesting. That, uh, he said that it was um, free with the, uh, the scanner. He said that it would, um, Did you hold up the scanner? Like no, I've left the scanner like on the drone. Like I okay, it'll so take you've it. hidden it. Yeah, I've sort of like put cool. it under the cloth because well, it all so. looks like Tau technology. Mm. So it looks it's not Imperial tech, and mm. it's obvious it's not Imperial tech. Yeah, it's just all. Under what the about the detonator things I have? Yeah, they're not. They're obviously you'd want to hide them and then put them and blow them up, and no one would see them because yeah. only you and Curly ever go, and usually you work alone. Like you go in separate spots. You well, I've known to have one. hidden them when I came out to sister. I'm going to have to customize make a general knowledge check. Challenge level two. That's going to be painful in the soul. No. Okay. So, so no. I walked out. He just has these, these like white. Luckily, as a as an explosive device, they're like a, a bit smaller and less obviously. Mm. But he has these really pristine white explosive charges in his thing. So and I'd start loading them into my pack in case and stuff. So <laughs> reeks of heresy. <laughs> so close minded. Oh, he was he was being helpful. Don't worry. He was. He was. Uh, a very I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna get you to make a vocational. Um, you can make Heresy a. <laughs> I was going to say you can make a general knowledge check. You can assist with your sister vocation. Your challenge level is three. Assist with my vocation. You can assist with your vocation. Challenge level three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Is I this the assist? This is the assist. Yep. One additional success coming through. This is where this journey ends. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if she couldn't knock out the baby, she's not going to try and take us out. Uh, three. three successes. Four successes. Okay. Um, you know that words such as, hey, be more open-minded, are tantamount to heresy. <laughs> <laughs> like, even that is, like, incredibly suspicious. However, your wing of the Sisters of Battle is not one assigned with rooting out heresy. You are a Medicaid. Yes. Yep. But you are still, as an imperial and pious citizen, always keep your eyes out for that sort of behaviour. Sorry. Um, I'm going to put on a very reserved face. 
I'm basically going to watch you like a hawk. But I turn to you and say, did you get the scanner? Of course we got the scanner. What do you think he's... Fine, then we'll be on our way. I'm just saying that there was... uh, You know that there was something... Maybe stop saying. Word to the wise. And I start... (laughs) Yeah, I follow along. Probably the smartest things you've ever said. (laughs) You head out of town and get in the vehicle. The drone... Uh, at the lip of the vehicle, just is like trundling on, and then just and it like floats up like three foot and floats in when no one's looking, though. Okay, I was gonna say because like I would know if Alexandra was watching, would I know that Alexandra is watching me like a hawk? Should I make a perception? Yeah, I'd I say make you it pretty know. obvious, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm, if she's doing that, then uh, when the drone approaches, I look like I go down to assist it and yep. pick it up yeah. because. You do, you don't care. So, it's how fine. big is this vehicle? Is, this, is it like the drone is like this big? The the vehicle that we're in. Oh, it's it like a big truck. It's like a warthog with mm. bit enclosed from Halo. It's would it enclosed. be possible for me to like sit in the back away yeah, from people watching? In the back watching? seats, absolutely. Yep. In fact, be- I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this vehicle is like one of those sci-fi things where it's like a door to the front two seats. It's almost mm. like an a- it's not quite, but it's almost like an APC where often like six mm. guys would be in the back with their mining tools and the t- driver and code person would be up the front. Going to like open the door for like the sister up the front. We, what is it with every time we play 40k? We are all so easily corruptible. <laughs> because that's Except what makes Jen. it fun. It kind of worked Jen's a while with Victor because Victor was like, it was, nobody appreciates it's me. It's amazing how well that's worked out. But anyway, nobody appreciates well, me. Well, you know, I say well. I, I mean, interestingly. Let's see how well it turns out. Uh, meanwhile, he's going to be in the back doing his damnedest to, without being watched too closely. Uh, imperialify this tower technology and make it look. Make a. I'm going to say it's well, a deception hold on. check. I don't get in the front. Oh. I refuse. Oh. I say you first. <laughs> I will stay in the back. Why? <laughs> it's more comfortable I... up the front. Exactly. I rode up the front on the way up here. You should ride on the way back. It's mm, only fair. I prefer the back. But you just said it's more comfortable. <laughs> Sit in the front. Children, children, I really the frig up. And I start the engine. Sure. Okay, so your drone goes in the back and you go in the front because there's no room for it in the front. It's too big. It's like a me- mm. almost a metre across. It's big. I'm not going to touch it or do anything, okay. but the point is that he can't. He can't, yeah. Yep. Mm. All right, so you get in and it's begin driving towards your destination. Halfway there. <laughs> and then the ground. <laughs> A big, like, wave of dust flows across the vehicle from the direction of the mining site. Oh, my word! How many explosives was oh, your friend taking me. down there? Oh, Curly. Yeah, right on time. And I sort of tap my watch, assuming that that's mm-hmm. when he's detonating. 20 minutes or so later, you get to the site. Uh, the earthquake subsides. And you see the crest of the mining hill, which is, like, quarried into it. And it's snowing heavily. And no one's around immediately, except for Bip. Bip, the Ogren, because he is notoriously terrified of the tunnels. So he, he basically ferries stuff in and comes out as quickly as he can. So no matter what's attracted everyone's attention, he's standing out the front. Yep. And you rock up and I'd get out. i pull up nearby. All right, unloading. Hello, Bip. Hmm. <clears throat> Is all he just makes that noise? And What's going on you. now? Everyone in the mines. <laughs> Boom! 
Yeah, boom, bip. Um, have you seen uh, Archimedes? Yeah, um, tall, uh, uh, nice coat. Where's nice coat, man, bip? Make, make a perception check. Uh, so not perception, persuasion. persuasion. One success. One. Okay, good. He understands you. Um, and he says, Boss, look. Boom. All right, boss, look at the boom. Good work, babe. You look after yourself, eh? And as Thump you... Thump him on the shoulder. As you take to walk past him, this massive hand claps on your shoulder with terrifying power, mm-hmm. but gentleness. But it's it's that thing of no matter how it's like a bear hugging a bear. It's like no matter how nice it is, you still know that he could just kill you in an instant. Mm-hmm. And you also don't trust that he knows that he shouldn't. That's the reason yeah. it's scary, is because yeah. he's like an untamed beast. And this hand stops you. And he, he look he has eyes crinkle in concern and he looks at the sister and looks at you. And turn around, yep. Care. Oh all right, babe. Scary. Meanwhile, <laughs> at the back of the car, <laughs> just sort of take like your drone helps out. it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the sister knows it's sus, but is just letting it be for now. Yeah. yeah. And Bip gets out of the way, and you can head into the mines. But it was. I, I look at Sister Alexandra and say, "Care." <laughs> what did I miss? He drops to his knee as you walk past and bows. Give him a little bow again, and we hurry in. I sort of chuckle. You head, head on. You head in. You head. You go down the corridors. More twisted. There's dust falling from the roof. It's seen. make an explosives check for to know for Bron. Yeah, this is just a like a yeah. Just make an exp- your expertise challenge check. level. Uh, challenge level four. One, four two, successes. Three, four. You can see that there are micro fractures all throughout the ceiling caused by explosives. The ice has been uh, shattered, but this would not have been caused just by explosives. You are, you're an expert in the field. Mm. Um, you can tell that the explosives have set off a basically a collapse. There's been a much bigger chain reaction than was anticipated, which oh, can happen. No, oh no, oh no. What's wrong? What? Have used too much. Too much? Yeah. Trust Gurley to be heavy-handed. Something's wrong. This is unstable. Unstable, you say? Well, maybe we should see if there's any penals to do the um, explanation for us. What? You're saying you want to go down into an unstable set of caves? Now, do I know if Bip would obey any command he's given? He wouldn't. He doesn't obey commands except from a very few specific people because he okay. doesn't remember who people are. Okay. So he has like facial and name blindness, basically. Yeah. Okay. He, it, he, very little capacity to remember things and words even, but he, he so he's kind of lay latched onto like three people who can command him and the sister because you're a reflection of the emperor, basically. I have a bad feeling about this. As do I, that's why I'm saying, do you want to go in there? <laughs> well, our, our command is in there. And no, he's got to know about what we're doing and we're on a mission. So, so maybe we should head to I mission. want to follow orders well, and do I'm, what the Emperor would demand. I'm saying that, but I'm just like, do you want to go in there if it's not safe? Do you believe uh, it's safe? Sorry, um, I'm a fucking space marine. <laughs> do you think I want to go into battle safely? I do my job. Do I look like I a space marine? March ahead. <laughs> like, no, you don't. <laughs> 
All and right. I just walk in. You, Safety, you start. <laughs> you start driving towards the deeper tunnels. We're that driving. No, no, no. Like uh, driving. Oh, okay. With purpose. marching. Marching. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding my space marine knife in one hand and an explosive charge in the other. Every now and then, you hear footsteps clattering and echoing across metal, like but running. But every time they like echoing around corners and the, you turn and just you hear the like clack, clack, clack of feet running across like the metal gangway planks that are laid down on the ground to stop it getting into a slurry of people frantically moving around. I'm just deciding if I've gone into the deeper tunnels or not because like Victor's like, you said that there was a possible collapse. <laughs> I'm like... As you hesitate, seemingly to reflect on your hesitation, which is slightly disconcerting, <clears throat> is your purpose not to scan deep in the tunnels? Is this I something only he, only he can hear? Yeah, it. He's like, I thought we were going to be friends. We are. And, and I will like pre- starts walking And in. I will protect you. That is my assignment. Yeah, it is like, it's like, God damn it, but you're right. Yep. Science <laughs> and progress comes with many risks, friend. Why do you have to know me so much? <laughs> <laughs> and you push on. And I ha- as you wind down into the deeper tunnels, you get to one of the last areas where people have been living. Um, some of the penals. The penals just have to live in the in the cold caves of here. And you hear a must- muttered, like, whispering. And the sister drags the sister's attention as you just look into a slightly ajar doorway um, and hear muttered whispers from inside. I'll venture further. You slide the thing mm-hmm. open. You see a penal dropped. There, this is their quarters on their knees, hands clasped in front of them, bow, head bowed, whispering uh, a fervent prayer mm-hmm. to the god emperor. And in front of them, you can see silhouetted and slightly obfuscated by them um, a shrine. Okay, and they're like whispering incessantly and clutching, and like okay, scra- picking at their hands and scratching and whispering. Looks completely a little just bit normal. of madness to it. Yeah, all right. Um, I'll go up to him. Cool. Then, as you round the corner, I'm going to get you to make a uh, perception check, mm-hmm. and you can assist with your vocation if you want. Yes, please. We're all going to die, man. <laughs> I think we might. Yeah, I'm, I'm betting. Where I betting, man? Two successes, so, so you, you lose, lose one, one off your thing. So you're kind of blinded by uh, what appears to be sort of faith, which disarms your perception because this is appropriate behaviour. But duty stands out above all. And with your three successes as you round the corner and your eyes just for a moment glance towards the shrine and then back to them, and then suddenly your attention is pulled back to the shrine, you see a visage of the god emperor sitting on his throne, hands holding the arms of the throne, as is acceptable, and his other arms clasped in front of him in thought. What? I haven't seen this. And for a brief moment, a moment you've heard of a divergent sect of faith that is an unacceptable adherence to the worship of the four-armed emperor. And this is what this shrine represents. It's an emperor with four arms. I'm gonna kick it over. You kick it over. And destroy Mid it. prayer? Yeah. And the, the the penal like falls back. It like scatters back from you in slight fear, scratching at their arms and hands, and you see skin being <gasps> like as they're scratching, they're literally scratching all the way through their dermis and peeling like 
scrapes of skin off I, with their fingers. I'm going to pull out my auto pistol yep. and point it at him and say, what heresy is this? <laughs> and their eyes are twitching and they're kind of bugging out and they're like, father, 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 father is here. Father, father is here. Can we see this? Yeah, yeah, you guys can see over the shoulder. Shoot him. Father is here and they calm. They go, father is here. Shoot him. Father? And... I'm going to say you're looking in his eyes. You two, uh, Bron and Victor, make perception checks. Challenge level three. <laughs> oh I'm, I'm reaching for my gun, but it's not there. <laughs> yeah, your gun is not there. One, two, Five three. successes. Holy. I, I uh, Critical, if that's yearn for yeah. the days when every attribute contributed to perception. One. One. Okay, so Victor is the only one who notices this. As you're locked eyes with this person, his arms drop to his sides and you look at where he's rent the skin and peeled it off. It almost looks like he's trying to peel his, the skin off his hands and, like, de-glove his hands. Um, <laughs> uh, under his skin is just purple, reflective chitin. Shoot him now! Look at his arm! It just screams it yeah. out. Like- and his arm lashes down at you, and in a split instant, you're in combat. Great. Welcome to combat. Woo-hoo. Okay. He He's got a high reflex. Uh, what's your reflex? None. Roll so off. So you're tied. Roll off. Five. You declare so first. You declare first. I shoot him. You attempt to shoot him. Yep. You are in close quarters immediately. Mm-hmm. You'd pull up your gun. He um, he rushes you and, yeah. So he gets a charge bonus. Yeah, he does get a charge bonus. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. He gets base three and unexpectedly for a penal, he has an attribute, probably something to do with his um, issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll give him a dice for combat. So there's a word rolling around in my head, in my mouth. Three successes. <sighs> Don't worry, guys. I forgot this. I'm the best... <laughs> You're super confident. <laughs> yeah, I yep. got this. That's right. At the end of the day, I can be the full stop on this sentence. Boom. That's I'm the backup for my gun, but I don't have it because of. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> in your hand at this present moment, at this exact moment. You're about to roll your dice. Your scanner that you're holding, the Xeno one, just that's going. Uh, and. It starts to, like, all these things, this, like, beam of light, like a laser array, just goes, without you touching it, you had no control over it, and just fills out the room, and all these, like, reams of data are, like, pouring down the thing as you roll your dice. Okay, so, my pistol? That doesn't seem good. So three, and then... Three plus... Can I roll to be involved in combat as well? Or is that base three plus one and you have no points in it and you have a pistol which gives you... uh, I'm going to say for this first turn while you're drawing your weapon, he lunges you with surprise that you don't have your weapon bonus. So I'll I'll be joining combat next round. Well, you actually don't get ranged weapon... Yeah, everyone in next round. You don't get ranged weapon bonuses in in close combat anyway. But... um, but I'm getting I, the penalty thing's too much, so I'm yep. just going to take your weapon bonus away. Yep. Two successes, mm-hmm. so he gets one success, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to stagger you. He basically ha- pushes Sister Alexandra up against the wall and begins to choke her with the chain that is holding his arms. Like he pushes his hands up against the wall, and it's like, and she's pulling her gun up towards his waist. Your scanner is going absolutely ballistic uh, as I it's getting to data. Decipher any of it. Uh, make a 
Uh, you don't really have a. You're all minerals and archaeology. Minerals mm. and archaeology, but yeah. also culture as well. I'm going to say you can Just make a scientist vocation. Yeah, a vocation or skill check. So that's including int base three. So that's one, two, three. Yeah, that's all my dice. Ooh, oh, Three, five. Four, what was the challenge level? So the challenge level for it uh, would probably be about a four. It's yeah. higher than skills. What did you get? Like five. 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 <laughs> you see that most of it is written in, it's all written in a different language, but there are visuals. And you can see the visual. This is this is insane for you because technology doesn't do this. You just see this like three dimensional depiction of the person as they're currently standing, and then it just goes like, and like a three D slicer just cuts through their entire body on the scanner and shows like a like it's just scanning every element of them, and uh, you can see it's like picking up and all these things are detecting uh, elements of their body that are clearly Xenos, and it's it's like. It looks like, I want to say Chevron's locking because we've been watching Stargate, but it looks like it's picking out things like the hands and then it's going like beep, beep, and going green and like pulling that information into databases. And it's clearly collecting things and rapidly analyzing and trying to determine what the hell it is. I think I'm in love. Um, <laughs> Someone's a towel, man. Okay, Bron, Victor. Yeah. What's your reflexes? Nothing. I'll get a roll Nothing. now. Okay. So do you remember their rolls? Five. So he's faster still. Yep. You're tied with him, so we'll, we'll re-roll to determine. Two and four. So, so you are faster. So, so you, you declare, declare last. last. So it's... Jen, me. Bron, um, him, and then Victor. So, uh, Alexander, you what you doing first? So I'm going to try and shoot him in the gut. Okay. Hello. Just shoot him. Yep. 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 I'm, I lunge up behind him and say something cool like, Feel the might of the Imperium! And... Knife down into his head. Attempt to? Yep. Yeah, that's my move. Uh, he is going to, seeing that you're coming to knife down into his head, um, he ducks rapidly under uh, and attempts to, like, knock. He basically tries to dodge your knife uh, and get it to stab into Alexandria. Oh, how's that going to play out in rolls? It'll just be if you roll really yeah, badly, you'll hit her. Yeah. Um, and, and I might shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this could end very quickly. <laughs> and, and what's Victor do? Alex! Or oh, Ace, sorry. Mm. Analysis is still under operation. Can you kill it? Do not act on faith. <laughs> it's You don't have the locked data and it just says that. I, you are not in danger. If you say so. I'm just going to continue scanning them. Are you <laughs> yeah. I have no gun. Whoa. Okay, so. If we f- no, actually, combat rolls. I will do something. I will look at Bronner and say, if we find... I, actually, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Yeah, I, don't I don't think it, there's enough in the moment to do the, to yeah, interact. Yeah. Alexandra, combat roll. You've got two dice off. Oh, because of the stagger. Yep. Oh, no. Two okay, successes. at least you got two. Three, Three for, for him. him. And Bron. One, two, three, oh, four, five. Yay. Five. Wait, the way that this resolves, if he takes an injury... It, it'll happen simultaneously. Mm. That makes sense. Now, um, he injures with a level one injury. Can I... My armor? So, yeah, he, uh-huh. he comes down and, like, smashes into you and you take a hit onto your flak. Um, so that's marked one damage off the flak yep. uh, and you don't take any damage and then you get a level 2 victory on him what are you doing with it 
right into the neck. So you're stabbing him? You just yep. take an injury on him? Straight in. Yep. Uh, your weapon bites Chitin as it slices into his shoulder and there's plates of like insect oil things hidden behind hunched up robes. Uh, and the damage seems to be diminished slightly, but he still gets slightly injured as mm-hmm. his armor, his natural oh, armor takes an effect. Yep. In the end of this round of combat, your device, boop, lock, and it just all, all goes green and then beep, 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 and it, um, it then translates into low gothic and it just says um, Gorgon, the Gorgon. And then A, A, A says, um, is my intervention required? It will eliminate my stealth. Do it. <laughs> okay. So do you require assistance? Uh, <laughs> Ace is faster I'm than sorry, everyone, dude. so he'll declare last. Sure. The, um, the guy rounds on you. He changes his attention to Bron and starts fighting Bron. Mm-hmm. Um, you are no longer staggered, so mm-hmm. we can all roll combat. What are you doing, Bron? Just fighting him with your knife. Yep, I've got it in, and I go to grab my other hand and just slam it further in, just because yep. I've like I've got the tooth in there, so. I want to bite. All right. He gets two successes. All right. I'm going to use a destiny point to give myself advantage. Boom. One, two. Advantage does nothing, but I use a destiny point again. So you have no destiny left. I have no destiny left. All right. But you get a level one victory on him. Sink it in. This is my space marine moment. Yeah. More than I've ever had. Yeah. All right, sister. Four dice. That's what you got, right? Four dice? Yeah, but now that I'm not in. Then why have you got five dice? (laughs) (laughs) One success. Uh, Lucky he's not fighting you. Okay. So uh, under my rules for combat, because he's declared he's he's specifically now attacking you, he can defend against you, but he can't hurt you. So he's got two level one injuries now. Yep, two level one injuries. Uh, Victor, you stand in shock as your drone just goes up to uh, waist height. And it says, step aside. I step aside. It, it vocally says, st- you hear this droning, like this robotic chirpy voice just chant out and say, step aside, humans. Oh, sorry. Should say, step aside, Guela. <laughs> Do we hear that? Yeah, you all hear step aside, Guela. I, sure. I sort of more an unin, like I don't quite know what's going on. So I step aside not knowing I am as I sort of turn around to see what's yeah. going on. So you do step aside? Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, I think I'm going to go into hiding very soon. (laughs) (laughs) This thing bursts up with such speed that the rug falls off it. And um, you see this massive, like, circular drone that basically takes up the whole corridor. And from slightly inset, but not fully, these two things just go and drop down. (laughs) And then just... And just like an absolute torrent of bullets of pulsing blue shots just come from both these guns. And with five successes, mm. he got one. Did he get one success or did he get two? I think. If you got two. Because I, I got two, then I okay. added one. With five yeah. successes, he gets a uh, level three victory, which the barrage of shots combined with his yeah. previous two injuries, he just gets... <laughs> and you see chunks of flesh exploding out of him and he just falls slumped against the shrine as it continues to shoot for another, like, full second. Just... <laughs> and then smoke coming out of the top and then it just goes and drops down to ground level. Just attempts to... 
quickly throw the, the sheet back over okay. like you didn't see it. <laughs> you two definitely saw that. Yeah, I like, shh. There's just a smoking corpse on the ground. It's not actually dead. It's technically unconscious, but it's now like, and there's blood oozing from wounds. Meanwhile, it will die. I'm yeah. like half watching that, half analyzing this readout to get yeah. an idea of what the hell is going on. I look from the corpse to the drone to Victor and then to Sister Alexandra. I'm like, we'll get to this later. It's not important. Right now. <laughs> I sort of agree. There's something deeper happening here. Sister Alexandra is completely stunned. Mm-hmm. Speaking of deeper, I think this is the heretic sort of stuff we need to deal with right now. Yeah, and Zen will deal with me if there's time for it. <laughs> It's <laughs> a great suggestion. <laughs> Just sure. <laughs> Definitely not going to shoot you and run. All right, let's go. And I'll like storm out the door. I kind of like nod and sort of come to my senses, but I don't say anything because this is beyond mm. what <laughs> I have ever seen before. Should I roll to like analyze this readout? Because so far, all I've got is Gorgon. Yep. Information's going to be coming to you. It translates uh, to basically Xenobioform, but most of it's staying in Tau. Uh, it's not translating. Um, and then it says, more information. Re- uh, Ace is like, more information required. More information required? It's dead. It is a uh, database. Hold. Hold. This feels more familiar. This is a subterfuge creature, hive-based. This is but a drone. Hive-based... Drone? Hive... These are words I'm not liking. Uh, yeah. Press I on. thought we might hit the honeypot this morning. Something tells me we've hit a hive. Yes, the problem is I don't think we found bees. I think we found wasps. Do these creatures exist in 40k? What, bees, bees and wasps? And wasps. Yeah. No, 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 you probably never encountered them. You've heard legend of them. Um, <laughs> all right, so do you dive deep. deeper? Yeah, all right. Reluctantly. You push downwards, and for the first time, you actually see a, a dead menial. You walk past. Does it have a weapon? It's a menial, so I'm assuming No, that. just dead, gunshot wound. Uh, there's a couple dead by claw. Can I quickly check what color blood they have? Uh, human, red blood. The red blood? Okay, cool. Okay. You push down into where the mining site was and you see a cavern it's collapsed and inside it's just like this thick purple musculature in this big shape of something that looks like it crashed here a very long time ago. And there's like steam rising off it and the big shape just goes... Do you have those grenades handy? I pull out the... And then you hear a screaming shout which snaps your attention. There's like gangways and things that can look around. And over in one corner, you see Zukova uh, screaming, um, You bastards! And she's got a shot bat and she's just beating a man's skull into a pulp, a menial. Like there's just blood and guys... She pulls out her hot shot gun as one of the menials rushes to her, um, like coming at her, going... Uh, for the father, for the father, for the father. And he runs at his, his, like, as he runs, his cowl drops back and there's, like, a few little lumps in his head that look like a strange indent. And she just pulls her gun out and 
as she's pulling it up, arcing it, she pulls the trigger and her hotshot gun just slices him vertically in half with a burst of energy and he just oh. drops in two pieces. Smoke starts coming from her overcharged thing, but she's fighting a half dozen people at once and she will swiftly get overwhelmed and she's like 100 metres away on another thing. In another area, a couple of guards are protecting uh, what looks to be Agamedes Citra, who is basically trying to get the f- out of there. You see uh, Curly uh, just is standing... Am I going to send Ace in to intervene? Okay, and you rolled a one? That means the Ace is not going to intervene. Ace is staying with me. And you see Agamedes Citra, uh, who's basically getting away. Curly is just standing, like, not that far from you, like five metres of you, just slack-jawed, just looking at this thing that's going... And... Up higher, because this is collapsed tunnels and there's all different ways into it. Up higher, you catch the shape of a Magos Explorator, Benomolial, who looks down into the thing um, just as a flap on this lumpy thing goes <laughs> and opens and a something massive starts to push out. Of I it, like run birth. at it. With my giant like ultra freeze bomb thing, so you're it's, one mile. It's, you have to go. You have to run down, and it's going to take you at least like thirty seconds to get there. So yep. you can start to do that. I'm scanning. Yep, cover me! I shout at Sister Alexandra. I pull out my gun. <laughs> so he seems. Um, Curly's just slacked you. This thing's like pushing out. Um, uh, you see the Arc Magos, and for a moment, the Arc Magos locks eyes with you. With Victor? Yep, with Victor. <laughs> do you say Do you say anything? No, just sort of like stare like, this isn't good. You have a sidearm, Victor. Delay I, them. I had a sidearm. This is no time for talking. I must away. I will alert... The Magos. The Arc Magos. <laughs> and he... She turns in a flourish and ignores the situation below and just walks away. Thanks. With haste. <laughs> like she's like, <laughs> like very quickly. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm just scanning. Yep. Like, and it goes, and it says Tyranid, etc. Um, and then you hear that Ace's voice that says, does your companion intend on committing suicide? Which one? And you, he, uh, there's a boop, boop, and it gestures. And you can see Vic, uh, Bron running down, like jumps over a rail, running towards this massive shape that's pushing out of this bio construct. Holding like a giant mega freeze bomb thing under my hand, like a yep. freaking rugby player. I'm thinking that one means, let's get out of here, Ace. And I'm going to turn and run. You turn and start running. Okay. <laughs> Sister. I'm going to be shooting the thing that's coming out of it. So you're just I shooting the character. Or if there's thing. anything in front of Bron mm-hmm. trying to shoot so that So you're down. fighting Xenos now. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Victor's running. Um, this this room is actually open. Ca- it's caved into the sky above. Um, and Ace, as you start to turn and run, Ace just goes, wait. What? Hold on. And hovers up, the disguise drops back and just hovers in front of you. What? One mile radius. He will reach it in approximately 18 seconds. You will die. Hold on, now. Hold on. You grab him, make a grip check. Oh, no. Challenge level two. (laughs) 
fail. Do you have any destiny? I have one destiny. I should have predestined. I will spend it anyway. Uh, and the drone pushes up and floats and shoots straight, like inhibitors basically broken off all thruster jets up with you clinging on and your fingers start to slip off and then starts going horizontally out of the hole and your fingers slip. Roll for damage? It catches you. Um. And then... In doing so, it like sweeps around, lands underneath you, and you catch it, and it like like the the impact pushes it further towards the ground. But you've already cleared the site; you're now roughly outside the area, um, and and starts to drop down. And then it says, "I am sorry, Victor. I could not protect you. This has affected my uh, calculations. We will not escape the radius, Bron." I'm running in. Do I have any sort of comms or connection to anyone I can speak to who's not you in this You can shout. Cave? Yeah, no. Nothing? No, no comms? No, not for you. Does uh, Archimedes? You would have seen me just probably. I'm going to roll a destiny roll. Fair enough. <clears throat> not for you. For you, Victor. A five. No. <laughs> that would have been so cool. <laughs> As you crash into the ground right in front of the place and the drone is like half buried in ice as it kind of had to take your weight and, and mess up and you like brush yourself off and look down at the drone um, the drone says we have to get this empi- this information to the empire and it said I will send a burst to the broker and you hear a of data like being transferred to the broker and then halfway halfway through that stream in front of you ace explodes splits in half as a massive rebar smashes into it and you turn in shock and you see Bip standing there holding the rebar and he says, Broke da heresy. <sighs> and just smiles like he's done the real, like a really good thing. Can I see the vehicle from here that we drove in? Bron. <laughs> oh, my word. All right, yeah. Uh, is uh, Agamides in there? Has uh, he, oh, someone yeah, I know yeah, he, yeah. who has some sort of comms. Mm-hmm. Um, I shout out as I'm running, sort of turn my head. Use your comms. We're going to get this out to the Imperium. We're not getting out of this cave alive. But by the Emperor, we can get them here and stop these Xenos before they spread their filth. And I'm charging ahead. A guard... Uh, a guard shouts down at you who hears you say that and says, The Magos! The Magos has fled to send message! And then um, in front of you, because that was what was happening now is happening simultaneously. In front of you, the beast slides out. It's a long tentacle, like worm-like creature with six limbs, scything blades. A guard turns to it, fires a shot, and it just bisects them in a like an off-handed sweep vomits caustic acid on another um, as the penals are operating and this beast comes out of what you don't know but is a crashed escaped hive pod from Hive Fleet Gorgon. And it slithers out and stands up to its full height and then shoots straight past Bron 
not even assessing him as a stress, as, as a threat, moving at speed, writhing like a worm, pushing through tunnels and crashing into like the walls of tunnels. What? How does Brom react? As, as he shoots past me, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know enough about, I'm assuming, like the Imperium and the wars and all this stuff to know that these are Xenos and they're going to spread and... Oh, it's bad juju. Yeah, You've yeah. never seen anything like we this. We also heard it's horrifying. the information well, as well. as a space marine... There is no more honourable de- death than dying for the Emperor and the Imperium. And I throw the ice explosion thing in the air so it has as much of an arc and radius as mm-hmm. contact as possible and scream like I'd always wished I could scream one day in a moment of glorious death. For the Emperor! And I throw it in the air and detonate. A- Alexandra, what do you do? I just I keep shooting and I see you throw it in the air and I shoot it a couple of times just you, to make sure You shoot sure the cryo it, thing? To make sure it goes off, yeah. Destiny roll, 15. It throws up in the air. There's for the Emperor. It arcs. A couple of shots ping off it. It hits the ground. It doesn't blow up in the air. It lands on the ground. And for a moment, you're like left a little bit. Okay. You hear the <laughs> of the thing. The thing is escaping. And there's a little screen readout on it. You had no idea how to operate this explosive, but you've done your best. But what you didn't know is that it, it's inbuilt with a short timer. So it hits the ground and you see together standing there. It's like three, two. Running towards the vehicle. One. <laughs> and um, your attention is pulled right as you're running towards the... Uh, you look towards the open cavernous mouth as a massive... Dis- tyrannid beast just blah, straight out about to reach the air and then <laughs> the last thing that Victor sees as his irises are frozen in an explosion of ice is this beast as ice seals in around it and freezes it right at the precipice right at the exit of the mine this is <laughs> hell yeah it's about how I thought this was going to be but hell yeah <laughs> Dust settles. Oh, 20! We got a destiny of 20. That's so good, that droning. 10 minutes pass, and there's a crack. A sheet of ice, a thin sheet of ice, cracks, moves, falls away. <laughs> As Bip looks down at his slightly, his skin is red from frostburn, but he's huge and hulking right on the radius. His hulking, monstrous uh, form seemed to be sort of resistant to it more than a human. And he turns to Victor, who is also very cold and blind, but not dead. And he picks Victor up under his arm and he says, Cold. And he pats your head softly and says, Walk, you home port. And then he bridle carries you and starts starts walking Victor back to home port. That'll take like days. Yep. <laughs> He's not very smart and he can't drive and he can't even fit in the car. I mean, I and you're dri- blind. I can drive, but that's like, um, But I'm blind. And I could drive. Finally, unbeknownst to anyone, 
in an exploratory crawler that is currently moving away from the area. It is confirmed. Tyranid bioforms on the planet. Send in the Emperor's finest. Send in the Space Marines. That was brilliant. Oh my god. That was. I'm gonna have to say that's my number one one shot I've ever enjoyed. Aww. That was wow. really that fun. Was, cool. I, I gotta say a similar thing, and not just because it's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're slightly biased here, but no, that's biased. fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's awesome. You've done a fantastic job. Your yeah. first yeah. one shot. Thank you for yeah, joining well, thank us. You. Thank you. Really for leapt me. into your character, and I I love deeply so much about it. But I also love how all of our characters just fit so well with what happened. Even like Victor's like weaselly self-serving thing that just perfectly served that story arc. Yeah, it's like I have um, a reason to live now. So Screw good. Screw you guys. I love it. Period. And I deeply, deeply love our patrons. Yay. Yes. Thank you so much for your support. Oh my god. <laughs> Era 404 patron not found. <laughs> oh no, we better fix that. Dark Fox, could you handle that for us please? Professor X, keep doing your thing. Tickle dark, my man. Rain Ia, rain him in, rain him into the next one drop for us. Earth Angels Tarot. Uh, we need a reading because these guys are in a bad way. Nick, don't forget to stay sick. AJ Macy. <laughs> Last but not least. Like your facey. Keep, keep, keep writing, AJ. Uh, and also, this uh, this now uh, marks my new favourite uh, NPC. Who? Bip. You like oh, Bip? Oh, yeah, Bip's Bip. Bip was amazing. Your Bip roleplay... So good. ...wins my heart. <laughs> it's incredible. You, like, it's... I, I, you lock and transform every time you speak as Bip. You literally, uh, like... Become the character. Yeah. yeah. I can't. I got it. It was uh, great. That's how I roll. I'm a, I'm a method actor. Well, that brings us to the end of this yeah. part two of our two-parter. Thank you so much for watching, and go check out the battle report if it's out by the time and you watch this. Patrons, maybe now you'll vote for 40k more often. I don't know if you like <laughs> it. I, I feel like could tell a million stories. Yeah, in this and Please I kind of wanna. And if I survive the next one, we can each play our survivors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, who wants to know what happened to Declan? Yeah, ah, I do. All right. See <laughs> you guys. Bye. Bye.